Welcome, Gassers, to this Scout Report episode of GasCast. I'm Tom Metcalf, and I'm delighted to be joined by Sam Blakely from the Roker Report. Welcome, Sam. Yeah, thanks for having us. How are you? Yeah, very good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, used to spending a lot of time on Zoom, <laughs> the lockdown and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's the way of the world now. Yeah. Um, Bristol Live have reported that Rovers are closing in on the signing of 26-year-old centre-back Jack Baldwin from yourselves. Um, Sam, what kind of player is he? Um, sort of mixed reviews, really, which is pretty much when we were in your position. I remember, obviously, when we came down from the Championship, we signed him from Peterborough for about uh, 200,000. And you do your research and whatnot, and there was quite a lot of mixed reviews from Peterborough as well. So you never really you, you read one review where a fan loves him and one where someone says he's the worst player you've ever seen. But I remember at the time thinking, you saw, you say he was 26 now, so he must have been 24, and he was Peterborough's captain. So we were delighted at the time to get him, obviously. Um, you're thinking first season in League One, Peterborough, a decent club, sort of nuclear captain for pretty cheap, was a, a good signing. But um, no, things things didn't really work out for Baldwin. Um, first season, he was he was a good, he was a starter. I remember that... Um, at the start of the season, obviously a few months in, um, he got the nickname Jack and Bauer. Um, I'm not insinuating that he's anywhere near as good as Beck and Bauer, but that was that was the nickname he got. So uh, I don't want to give your fans a bit of false hope there. But no, I sort of, I think it depends who you play next to him. You know, one of them centre halves that needs a sort of a leader next to him to guide him. Um, but no, it, it all depends on the system you play. But to sum up Baldwin, I would say he seems like a nice lad. I don't know if you've seen the documentary on Netflix, but he um, he's interviewed on it and he comes across really nice as a family man. His, his wife speaks well, but he just seems to be a big confidence player. And uh, um, last season, not last season, so the first season we had in League One, we only lost one home game all year and it was Coventry and it was a mental game 5-4. And he played alongside Flanagan and the two of them had an absolute shocker. And he was the one to be dropped for the rest of the season. And you could just tell, you know, with some players when they get dropped, they come back hungrier and want to prove themselves. You could tell with him it was like a kick in the, in the stomach from really. So I think he's a big confidence player. Yeah, what are his um what are his kind of strengths then? Um he's he's quite um he's quite composed to be fair. I've got any notes here, so um at the start of well this season obviously it's finished now, but we beat Burnley away in the cup, which obviously for a League One team is a big, a big uh, result. And we won three one. And like I said, he sort of got uh, Baldwin got dropped towards the end of last season before the playoffs folks, and he didn't really play at the start of this season. And he played that game. And I actually did the match review for Roper Report, and I, I've got a quote what I put down here. I put uh, the forgotten man is back because he genuinely. I don't know if I was. On a bit of a hype uh, type match just after we beaten Burnley, but I remember him just being um, quite composed at the back, sort of foot on the ball, pass it out, or um, no nonsense if you needed to be. Which for a player who I don't even know if he was making the bench at the time to come in at turf motor against uh, Burnley strikers who were very physical was um, a great achievement. I thought. Yeah, I mean the way that. Um... Ben Garner's been playing. He does want to play a bit more possession base. He's, he's signed Key and Harry. He's, he's kind of meant to be a 
ball playing centre backs. So it kind of sounds like he'll he'll fit into the mould there. Um, yeah. What would you put under weaknesses? You've obviously mentioned that he's a bit of a confidence player. I think that's the main one for me. Um, he sort of didn't really suit uh, some London. We've noticed that quite a bit with League One players who, um, and a lot of this is down to our, our recruitment and um, the way in which we sign players is. Um, they'll come and then you'll see them in the first home game because our fans are quite vocal and obviously 30 odd thousand if you make a mistake they'll let you know and you can see them uh, and particularly Bolton will be taken aback by that so um, where he would want to put his foot on the ball sometimes he would just whack at it because he'd made a mistake prior so he's, he seems like a big confidence player but um, not playing in front of that many fans might actually doing well not playing in front of 30,000 screaming Macrams because we do let players know if they've made a mistake which is sometimes harsh on League One players to be fair yeah absolutely when you're when you're 24 as well coming into yeah, a, exactly. a club like that um you said about his um his move to Sunderland about 200 grand sorry about this no. um he'd moved to posh for about 500 grand from what I can see so it sounds like they kind of wanted to offload him which is bizarre considering he's their captain um last season he played 34 times but most of this season he's been out on loan at Salford kind of what's gone wrong there really it sounds like he's well, I sort of when I saw the the deal go through for Salford you, you were sort of because he was he was at that point would sign um, Jordan Willis who is probably I think easily a champ a top end championship player he's a great Great and a half Willis and um, Joel Lynch was coming in, sort of an experienced championship player, so he was getting nowhere near the team. So at the time, I was thinking that's a good move from Salford, um, less pressure, find himself, get a big confidence back, and then come in as a backup. But I, I was sort of checking the Salford lineup each week, and he, he was just on the bench, or I think when he did play, he was actually playing in midfield. So maybe he hasn't got because he, he's not he's not the regular or what you would expect the build of a centre-half to be he's quite um, that's some, that might be why he's, he's sometimes put on the ball because he is quite thin so maybe even League 2 was was a bit too um, in other words sort of tough and aggressive for him up against big strikers who you know what teams in League 1 do so League 2 will, I'm just speculating will probably be a bit worse Yeah um I mean that's yeah that's covered everything uh, I wanted to know about him, and I've, I hope that gives everyone who's listening uh, an idea of what we potentially might be signing. You know, with all these rumours. I mean, we were apparently in for uh, Geordie from um, Coventry, and that's my mum who cannot stop ringing me this morning. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Um, and you know, these these things might not ever pan out. Um, before I let you go, I just wanted to ask you about how you felt about the season ending. Uh, you ended up. Eighth at the playoffs by one point. Um, got to be pretty gutting. Yeah, um, it was just like like this year has been really everything so surreal and you, you're experiencing things for the first time. Um, I think realistically, some of the fans will agree that we didn't deserve to go up, but you can't argue with the table. I mean, you look at the championship, and it, I think I was reading yesterday at Dunkirk and this, but basically. If that ended on points per game, the teams that after two or three games, whatever it is now, would have went down, but they're actually out the relegation zone now. So a lot can change, and it, it, it is a bit gutting watching, especially the championship. 
um, playing and thinking, why can't we be playing? But it's the way it is. I think if we're honest, we weren't that hard done by, um, especially when you consider Peter Byrne possibly trying there. But it was a bit gutting because the one game in League One can change everything, never mind seven or whatever it was. So it was um, it was a bit hard to take, but it, it was it was coming for a while. Do you know what I mean? The EFL sort of. It went on and on to the point where you just wanted to know in the end. Yeah. Um, well, that's all we got time for today. Um, thank you very much, Sam. Um, no, and, no you know, best of luck for the the next season. Is there going to be another Sunderland till I die season for this uh, season? I hope not. I really hope not. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. But you never know. You never know with Sunderland. Any honestly, anything can happen. So keep on keep a look out if you're interested. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been watching him religiously. Um, well, thank you, Gas, for listening. Uh, just leaves me to say, up the gas. <laughs> <laughs>